Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The General Services Administration offers more time for you to weigh in on existing regulations. GSA extends the comment period for a variety of rules governing acquisition, property management, and federal travel. Those looking to share their opinions and observations can do so at www.regulations.gov until August 14th. More key agency positions are filled by President Trump. John Henderson is nominated to be the next Assistant Secretary of the Air Force for Installations, Environment, and Energy. Henderson comes from leading the Army Corps of Engineers Omaha District. Also, Ryan Nelson is tapped to be Solicitor of the Interior Department. He's worked for all three branches of government. With General John Kelly now serving in the role of White House Chief of Staff, Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security Elaine Duke will take over as Acting DHS Secretary. Though Kelly's time running DHS was short, he took the lead on some of President Trump's most controversial policies, including his executive orders suspending the admission of refugees and temporarily barring visitors from several Muslim-majority nations. Many are hoping Kelly, in his new role, will be able to bring back some stability to what many are calling a White House in chaos. NASA turns to the private sector for research on deep space habitats. It selects six companies to build full-sized ground prototypes and concepts for deep space habitats under the second Next Space Technologies for Exploration Partnerships. NASA says the prototypes will allow it to evaluate configurations of the habitat, how the various systems interact together, and ensure the concepts actually work. Members of Congress say two more DOD space programs have run into major cost and schedule problems. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Pentagon has notified lawmakers that OCX, a major upgrade to the GPS system, will cost an additional $630 million and won't be ready until 2022. The latest schedule involves an additional delay of nine months for a system that was supposed to be fielded last year. Another system, called FAB-T, meant to help command and control nuclear forces, has also slipped behind by a year. The latest delays were highlighted by Mike Rogers and Jim Cooper, two members of Congress who believe the military needs a dedicated space corps to help fix space acquisition problems. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. There's a new framework from the Office of Personnel Management for continuous professional development for senior executive service members. The framework describes different leadership objectives and behaviors senior executives should strive for and the opportunities they should look for at each step of their career. OPM says the framework is meant to guide agency leaders who are supposed to be a steady presence for their employees during times of transition or reorganization. The Federal Emergency Management Agency collects 595 cases of employee misconduct with nearly 800 possible offenses in three years. FEMA management and lawmakers argue it's a fairly small fraction of the agency's workforce of 22,000, and most of the complaints stem from behavior by FEMA temps or reservists. FEMA says it will update its policies for those employees. The Chief Information Officer of the Navy, Robert Foster, wants to prioritize the service's information technology objectives. He's established a process to develop specific priorities for each program objective cycle. The Navy hopes to prioritize common goals and capabilities. This new process will be executed during the 202 program objective memorandum cycle. And more pressure on agencies to not use one cyber vendor allegedly tied to the Russian government. 22 agencies must answer seven questions about how they're using Kaspersky Lab software. Congressman Lamar Alexander sent letters to department secretaries and leaders wanting more details on any communication with Kaspersky Labs, as well as any computers using the software and any subcontractors providing the applications. Alexander, the chairman of the Science and Technology Committee, says they're concerned that Kaspersky Labs could be manipulated by the Russian government. Answers from the agencies are due back to the committee by August 11th. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.